Laura, Christmas season is officially here. I, I think it really is officially here, like right before the Halloween decorations oh, go down. Absolutely. They switch it out. But I'm 100% sure that it is here. It's coming. It's coming. This is one of the most fun times as a parent as you watch your child's eyes grow with excitement over the holiday decorations, over the holiday food, and of course, the presents. Especially if it's your first child, the urge is to buy them anything and everything available. And for grandparents, it's the same urge times 10. So how do you keep your parents from going overboard this Christmas? We've got ways that you can make sure your child doesn't get, well, that dreaded word we kind of like, we don't necessarily love, spoiled. Ah, let's just keep them happy this year without... Grandparents having to get run over by a reindeer. <laughs> oh, Christmas tree. Oh, okay, I am not singing that. <laughs> <laughs> we all have our favorite Christmas songs every year. Um, we just talked about Grandma getting run over by a reindeer. Hey, that is absolutely <laughs> one of my favorites. Yes, yes. So no matter what Christmas Carol is your absolute favorite, keeping kids out of that Christmas tree, Laura. It will not be easy. Yes, your Christmas decorations are stunning, but can also be super dangerous, especially the tree. This week, We'll tell you how you can keep that tree up with a curious toddler in the house. I'm Laura. And I'm Jennifer. Welcome to the Moms on Call podcast. We are so glad you're here. Whoever said babies and toddlers don't come with an instruction manual never met the Moms on Call. For nearly 20 years, Jennifer Walker and Laura Hunter have helped over half a million families navigate parenthood with their best-selling books, online courses, apps, and network of certified consultants. And now they have this podcast to talk directly with you. Ask your questions at 888-234-7979. Welcome to the Moms on Call podcast with Jennifer Walker and Laura Hunter. <laughs> Hi, Laura and Jennifer. This is Maya in Indiana. First, I want to thank you for Moms on Call. It's really gotten me through the first five months with our little man. And so with the holidays coming up, I wanted to ask you about handling presents and the grandparents. Our son is the only grandchild on both sides of the family, and we learned quickly that both of our parents are going to spoil him. Every time my mother-in-law comes over, she brings a bag full of stuff, mostly clothes she got for him during the week. My mother isn't far behind. We feel so lucky that our child is so loved, but we're concerned about how we're going to store all this stuff that he doesn't need. When we got out of his zero to three month sizes into three to six months, we had so much that he had never even worn in the zero to three month size. Both of our parents are talking about all the stuff they already got him for Christmas, and I want to start setting boundaries now with them before it gets out of hand as he gets older. How do I nicely ask my mother-in-laws and parents to not go overboard for the holidays? Is there a way to do it without them getting their feelings hurt? Would love your thoughts. 
Oh, we have to be so honest right now. So so, hold on to your seats. It is. And it's so, you know, we so hear what you were saying and we get it because we have been there. Mm -hmm. We so understand that. But really, the truth is, I don't know that you can. You can't. (laughs) You just can't. We want to be able to say that you can, but you can't. I want you to... Have a closet. Uh, you're going to have a closet where you're going to put things, and you can kind of rotate the different items yes. that they get. And I understand that your primary concern is your child's character, so we have great news. The love, care, and attention that these grandparents give your child is going to influence that character so much more than what we believe is getting too many toys. So they are going to love these interactions. We worry about it so much more than they do. I want you to lay that down and enjoy that you have this situation and not be worried. Now, my oldest son, yes, we showered him with gifts. He was the first grandson on both sides. He was the first nephew on both sides. He was the first anything, this chubby, angelic-faced kid. I mean, he had the biggest cheeks you ever saw, and you just wanted to give him things. You just did. People still want to give him stuff. They do. The cheeks are very handsome now. But you know that, uh, what is that, five love languages? Oh, yes. Yes, and one of them is gifts. Gifts, yeah. And it most definitely is. And most of his childhood, we watched him op- open presents and we were all like, oh, do you like it? But I'll tell you one story. It was Christmas time and some of our best friends had looked for that Tigger. Oh, that, that bounced, bounced on the mm-hmm. tail. Yes. Yeah. And you couldn't find it anywhere, oh, but I they found that. one. And it was such a big moment. And Grayson is out in the living room and they're like, we got it. So we're unwrapping, we're taping it. He opens it up, you hit it on the head, and it would start to bounce. And we had like a hallway that went down to his bedroom, a long hallway that was directly behind him. So he goes, you know what's going to happen here. He opens it up. I mean, they're just almost in tears. They didn't have a kid yet. Like, this was so exciting. And we tap that tigger on the head, and it starts to bounce. And Grayson lets out the most blood-curdling scream you've ever heard in your life, books it down the hallway as fast as he can, hides in his room, and won't let us in until we get rid of whatever that was Was. that he just experienced. And it was just... Now, he's totally fine. He doesn't have any, you know, horrible (laughs) memories about Winnie the Pooh or their characters. And he loves to hear the story. So you're going to come up with so many... Great stories, but I want you to encourage the grandparents that have dreamed of this relationship as well, and they are wanting these experiences so desperately. I want you to welcome those things inside of them and tell them that you know how much this child means to them and that they want to give him everything and how much that means to you. And you can maybe direct them to one thing or another that you're thinking of, you know, but really, you know, the things that we need right now is this or that. Yeah. I was going to say you could do, you know, like a list, like, Mm -hmm. Hey, these are the things that we think will be most helpful. And you can list out two or three of those top toys. You could list out two or three experiences, especially as this little one gets older, a day at the zoo with grandpa, you know, or ice cream on a Tuesday night or whatever. So you could begin to think through some of those things as the years progress. Um, You might see a huge shift 
from things to experiences because that is where that sweet, sweet, sweet relationship is built. Feed what you want to stifle. It is going to give you so much of a greater satisfaction. And we're going to feed the thing that really matters, which is the relationship, the excitement, and the power that the presence of grandparents, aunts, uncles, and people who just want to love you every way they know how has on the life of your little one. During this time of year, what do we all need more of? Time. We just need more time. And one of the ways to help us get more time in our day is not having to do runs to the grocery store for mealtime. And with America's number one meal kit, HelloFresh helps us do just that. Everyone wants to cut back on errands and spending time in those checkout lines this time of year for sure. So skip that extra grocery store run and instead get fresh ingredients and delicious recipes delivered with HelloFresh. All you do is pick your meals, decide on a delivery date, and sit back. I love HelloFresh meals. Not only does it allow for me to make really great tasting meals quickly, it also allows others in my household to help us make meals as well. The instructions are so easy to follow. Go to HelloFresh.com slash MOC free and use code MOC free for free breakfast for life. That's one breakfast item per box while your subscription is active. So again, that's HelloFresh.com slash MOC free with code MOC free. Check out HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Hey, Laura, how many hours do you think infants spend in their crib every day? Oh, gosh. At least 12, At least 12. 14 to 15. Yes. That's a lot of time. It is. So you think you want to be comfortable there? I mean, wouldn't you agree? I'm a little jealous. Really? Because we were talking to one of the girls who was able to test the Moms on Call Colgate crib mattress. It's the Sleep and Grow. And her comment was... I want to curl myself up small enough to be able to lay on this mattress. It is so comfortable. It is so comfortable. And I love the way that we chose to do it. We chose and designed it specifically the way we wanted it done, right? So it's so cute. Yes. And it is firm on one side for that newborn, but then you can flip it over. It grows with your furniture and your baby. Oh my gosh. That's just the best. But it's not only comfortable, although I feel like comfort, if you're going to be there more than 12 hours a day, it's pretty essential. It also really supports healthy growth and development. It's a waterproof. It cleans up. Waterproof. Who are we kidding? You know, fluids (laughs) come out of babies. Everywhere. Yeah. So (laughs) it's quote unquote waterproof, safe, eco-friendly. Like they just told us that we could shoot for the moon. So we did. And we, we so did. And we had so much fun doing that. And it's, it's packed with 5.5 inches of eco-friendlier foam. And it's made with sustainable plant oils 
that was super important to us. It was. Well, and also the fire retardant capabilities, you know, sometimes we worry about those things that we put on them, but this barrier is safe for baby. So yeah, so it's flame retardant. It is eco-friendly. It's breathable. We, we thought of everything that we could think of, but most important, it's comfortable and available. So go check out the Mom's on Call Sleeping Grow Mattress that we partnered with Colgate for at momsoncall.com. Hi, Jennifer and Laura. Happy holidays. My name is Olivia and we live in Montana. Our 15-month-old is our first and we are super excited for Christmas. Last year, he wasn't really mobile. but This year he is and he's getting into everything. We're making do with everything around the house but I'm wondering what we should do with our Christmas decorations. I want to put up a Christmas tree, but I'm afraid of it being kind of dangerous. I'm worried he might pull it down on him or some of the ornaments will break. Should I give it up for this year? Or is there a way to teach him to stay away from the tree or at least make it safer to have up? Any alternatives to a Christmas tree? What do you do around the holidays to make it safer for your kids when they were younger? You guys always have the best advice, and I appreciate any help you can give. Well, I'm going to start off saying, look, there's there's really not a right or wrong answer here. If you don't want to put that Christmas tree up this year, don't put it up. It's perfectly fine. There's going to be lots of things to celebrate. And if that's just one thing that you, because it is going to take some teaching and learning, and and you're going to have to be on point of trying to to redirect and use distraction and, and putting up a barricade or putting it in another room. So those are all options that are available. But I want you to have permission that if this year you're just like, yeah, I'm not, not doing it, it. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> and we would like to say, like, glass ornaments are oh, a no. Gosh. No, yeah. not right now. Just the glass ornaments are going to go. Anything that can break, anything that's going to be sharp, anything that you can fit through the inside of a toilet paper tube that could be something they could choke on, you cannot watch them 24 no. hours a day. So we can distract and we can teach, and that's all great. However, like Laura said, we still have to have like a non-optional barrier for times just so that we can maintain the safety of that environment on a level that will not just literally take up every second of our free time and destroy our Christmas experience. So no no glass, no breakable ornaments and nothing that can fit inside of a toilet paper tube anywhere near the bottom. Now you can affix the Christmas tree to the wall, which we Absolutely recommend because a lot of these kids will try and climb it. And there are <laughs> kits for that. So yes, get online, find that kit that'll anchor that Christmas tree. That's that's a huge, huge plus. And one of those gates that can go yes. around the exterior will help you to be able to enjoy At least it. buy you a few seconds. Yes. And I think the most creative thing I've ever seen, this is oh, what gosh. Pinterest is for. Right. Are you thinking about that? Oh, I'm I am so thinking. Is that what Christmas you're tree from, that the hangs ceiling. from the ceiling? <laughs> right. I'm like, okay, that's brilliant. Just brilliant. And, and, you know, I love that. That is so funny, but I would probably not do that. I would consider putting a Christmas tree 
in a room that you're able to close off. So, you know, whether or not it's an office that you can put the tree maybe in that area and you have gates put up or you have doors that are easily, uh, you know, that you can shut for those instances when you just don't have the time to use distraction or to teach. Because at 15 months old, we're just now realizing that, uh, that purposeful, you told me not to touch, and I am walking over and touching it, right? So that's just now starting to, to come to play. So on those moments, put that tree some either don't put one up, put that tree somewhere where you can shut it off, make sure that we're watching for those things Jennifer mentioned, or hang the tree from the ceiling. And a few other things that you want to really watch around these holidays are things with battery, mm. the little button batteries. I mean, so dangerous. it's in so many things, toys and, you know, little remote controls nowadays, all of those things that we have that come out around the holidays. So really look for those button batteries and then magnets. If you've used magnets to put things up in your house, you also want to watch for those things. And the bags. So sometimes oh, things come in bags. And I think that we all know like every bag that we get, if you order off Amazon at all, says suffocation hazard on it. Um, so we want to just be really careful about some of the, yeah, some of the bags, some of the plastic um, thin plastic bags and things that, you know, a lot of the gifts come in. And and another thing, I mean, and, and this is not an all-inclusive list, right? There are thousands and thousands of things that we need to be watching for. So these are just a few things to put on your radar. And, and another is the plants that are coming in the house. You know, we're getting a lot of different types of plants because people are sending flowers or poinsettias or how do you say it, Jennifer? Poinsettias? Point, poinsettias? I think poinsettias? so. Poinsettias? We have this really great um, event here in the Atlanta area at the Atlanta Botanical Gardens oh, when you say poinsettias. So beautiful. They let the dogs come in one day a year and have a rain dog parade. And they have contests and people dress like their pets and the pets all have costumes. But there were these three little pugs one year. Me and my, my niece would love to go. There were these three little pugs and they all had little poinsettia leaves around their collars with just their little pug faces sticking out. <laughs> it was the so cutest sweet. thing of all time. So we look, we want to have fun. We want to be able to make things safe. Uh, Laura has a great point. Holly berries are poisonous. They're poisonous for your pets. They're poisonous for your kids. Um, you know, we want the poinsettias so. to be outside, but we don't want to be so afraid of everything yes. that we're not enjoying the season. And even we talk about through that season, 15 months to two and a half years, when they're learning to walk, when they're toddling around, we want to make sure that, you know, if we have a coffee table with sharp corners, just get rid of it for a season. And the kids are not going to remember whether or not you had a Christmas tree when they were 15 months old. So it's not going to ruin tradition forever just to make those decisions that make things seem safe and easy for your family, your household in this season. The most important thing that we have present for this holiday season is you. Thank you for listening to the Moms on Call podcast. If you have a question for Jennifer and Laura, call 888-234-7979. Visit momsoncall.com for resources to help you parent with confidence and thrive, not just survive your amazing parenting journey.